Get ready to drop the puck, take a free throw, and step up to the plate. It's time for the Metro East Sports Podcast on lineupmedia.fm. From the Lineup Media Studios in beautiful downtown Edwardsville, welcome to the Metro East Sports Podcast, season number three, show number 25, recorded Monday, August 22nd, 2022. Thanks to partners Cassins, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams, Marquis, Jeb, and Ginger, Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office, Fiduciary Network, Oakbrook Golf Club, and Rosenthal License and Title Services. We're talking all things sports in the Metro East. I'm Dave Leip. Show number 25 features athletic director from Staunton High School, a bulldog, the queen bulldog, Corey Allen. I call you that? I don't think that's good. That's not good. I can't call you the queen bulldog. So, no, okay. Not. All right. What what are you? The, the head bulldog? Just one of the bull Just one of them. One of the bulldogs. One okay. Of one of the bulldogs, Corey Allen, the athletic director of of the Bulldogs, Staunton High School. Guest number 2, Lucy Van Buskirk and Aaliyah Crenshaw, a couple female golfers from Granite City High School, and last but not least, Chad Opel. And before we get started with these fantastic guests, Reminder, three things you can do to help. Number one, subscribe to our podcast. It's free and you love it. Number two, follow us on all of our social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And number three, if you have a story idea or any other kind of suggestion, except for being mean to me, sometimes I get those. People are, people are not nice. They are not. <laughs> if you have a story idea and you don't want to be mean to me, then email me at mespdave at gmail.com. And don't forget that you can nominate your favorite team for Integrity Spine and Joint Center. Metro East Team of the Month could be a park and rec team, could be a middle school team, a high school team, you name it. To nominate a team for Team of the Month, send your suggestion to, you knew this was coming, mespdave at gmail.com. Please put Team of the Month in the subject line. Okay, without further ado, Corey Allen, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. How was Staunton today? Staunton was fantastic today. The Bulldogs are great. The Bulldogs are great. Okay, and uh, we were going to talk about your story. Who are you? Where are you from? I am actually from Gillespie. Okay. Miners. Right down the road. <laughs> right down the road. And you Conference. grew up playing what sports? I played volleyball, basketball, and softball. Played them all? I played them all. For yes. Gillespie High School? Yes. And then did you go on and play after high school? I did. I went to Olivet Nazarene University and played softball. In Kankakee? Yes. Know that I know that school. I've been I've been there. Very good. And tell me, you played what there? Basketball and softball? Just softball. Just softball at at Olivet. Yes. Excellent. Yes. And post Olivet, what was your next step? My next step um, when I graduated there, I taught at Chatham Glenwood for five years. Okay. And coached there, um, basketball and softball as assistants, and then moved to Edwardsville. Okay. So long history of coaching and playing and then you're in Staunton I am now in Staunton year year four year number four and you're entering your second year you're in your second year as the athletic director correct and how's that going it is going tell the truth it's it's going we have some work to do but we are are on the right path so what kind of work um right now I think they're um there's been a little turnover um, there in the past year or so, and so now we're on the right path to get things a little bit more organized than what they have been. In terms of coaching? Turnover um, in terms of coaching? Um, no, in administration. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So um, now, you know, and, and they were great administrators that were there. I enjoyed them. I, I liked working with them. The new group is fantastic. We actually just met today to kind of line out, you know, how everything is going to go, how, how events will run, and um, just to get things more, more on track. Okay, what else are you doing? Are you doing fundraising? Improving facilities. I feel like that's what athletic directors talk about the most these days. You know, we do. Um, we've done uh, quite a bit to the school. Um, the boosters have helped out uh, tremendously. We worked on the gym a lot. Um, we just painted a softball, the softball dugout. So we're just, it's, uh, there's little things everywhere that can be done. All the time. All the time. And how many kids are there? Um, in our high school, there's around 400. And you are still in the conference with you're still in the south south central correct still in the south central yes carlinville gillespie greenville hillsborough litchfield pena southwestern yes and vandalia right yep and then north mac just added north year. mac just added yes and you just added girls tennis to your list of girls sports we did we are doing a co-op with bunker hill okay um, in which they're the host school for girls and boys tennis and then they come to us for football um, and soccer and golf. Okay. So you're combining on more than one sport. So this is like a whole big package deal. It is a package deal. Yes. And how's that going? You know, it's it's fantastic. Um, you know, it's, it's right down the road from us. So, um, you know, the travel is not bad. And the kids get along very, very well. And it just, it, it's a great. That's cool. Yes. So how many, how many kids total are at your school again? Around 400. 400. Mm -hmm. Okay. And... Any other schools around involved in any, any kind of those co-ops? There's the Litchfield Mon Olive co-op um, that is happening. Um, we used to do a co-op with Mon Olive, so it just kind of depends um, how things go. But we, getting the Bunker Hill kids have been amazing. Like a, a great for our football program, great for our other programs. Um, you know, they play the June the JFL does football. Staunton and Bunker Hill already. So it's just a, a natural transition. Very good. And how many girls do you have out for tennis right now? Well, this is our first year. So we are only at eight at the moment. Okay. Yes. But they are a fantastic eight. And where are you playing? <laughs> we are playing at Bunker Hill. Um, we have two courts they just redid. I know it's only two, but they are, I mean, they're amazing courts. So they're, it's a great uh, facility right there. And so we'll, we'll travel a lot. Okay. I was going to say, I don't think you'll be able to play a home match unless right. you really, unless you played like four doubles matches for, you know, something like that. Yes. Six doubles matches. I don't know with, but, but you've got eight girls, so it's gotta yes. be four doubles matches. Right. Right. Cool. What's the toughest part about being the athletic director? Um, I think part of it is is being a woman in that position. Um, I think another part is coming in and, you know, only being on year four and year two of this is trying to figure out how everything goes and, um, you know, how, how things are ran and all the connections and relationships that, that are already there in place. Um, you know, and change is hard. So it's a process. Are you loving it? I do love it. I do. And are you going to coach anything else this year? You said that you were the head coach tennis for a while and you were able to pass that off to somebody, which I'm sure yes. you needed to do as the AD. I did. Yes. I, I really wanted to do that, but with the, we have five, six sports going on right now in the fall. So to do the supervision of those and take on that, um, luckily I, I got coach Peterson to, to do that. And he's also doing the boys tennis. So it just makes okay, sense. Okay. You're having boys tennis too. Yes, we are. Girls and boys. Girls and boys. Yes. Oh, that's just, that is really, really outstanding. Do you have any other principal responsibilities or teaching responsibilities? I teach eighth grade ELA full-time. Wait, so you have a full teaching schedule? I do. 
And you're the athletic director. Correct. Yes. And I'm the girls basketball coach, which is great. You're the head girls basketball coach. I am. Yes. That is crazy. It is a little crazy. So at, at Staunton High School, you're a full-time teacher, you're the head, head girls basketball coach, and you're the athletic director. Yes. As somebody who teaches at a school where the athletic director doesn't coach anything, we have two athletic direct. We have a, a, an athletic director and an assistant athletic director, and I think most of the schools in our conference do have an assistant. Yes, have an AD full time mm-hmm. and an assistant. How are you able to pull that off? Is it because your school is smaller, or you just work nonstop? You never sleep. What's going on? How are you able to do this? Um, you know, I have a lot of help and, you know, the people there are fantastic at Staunton to work with and go to questions and and get stuff planned out. Um, you know, I do put in time, but, um, you know, the, the smaller numbers help and the, you know, not as many teams, obviously. Okay. How many teams do you have? Um, I mean, we have the, the normal, the normal sports. So we have, you know, cross country and golf and soccer and football and basketball and, um, softball and baseball and track, bass fishing, esports. You got a bunch. You do have esports. We do. We're, that's a co-op with Bunker Hill too, so they're the host school for them. How many kids do you have involved in that? Oh, I want to say, I'm gonna get. I think around twelve or fifteen last year. Boys and girls, or just guys? I think just guys. Yeah. I feel like that's gonna be girls and boys here. Oh, for sure. Really, for sure. really. I think that's gonna be huge. Really quickly, do you have a secretary? No. Wow, you are you are working hard. So I'm trying to think of what sports you don't have there. You don't have boys volleyball. Well, Bunker Hill is going to be the host for that. Okay, so, so you do have this that. Year. So, so I'm trying to think of what we have that you don't. Ice hockey, swimming. Correct. Um, competitive cheer? We do not. We have a cheer team. They are just not competitive. Okay. Uh, competitive dance? Yes, we do. They're the Red okay. Roses. So really not that, not that, when you said soccer, boys and girls? Yes. And we just added girls lacrosse? No. Yeah. No. So we, so just, but just a handful of, right. of more right. sports. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're working hard, man. You're working super hard. The people in Staunton are like, "Shut up, Dave. We're getting we're getting a we're getting a deal here with uh, Corey Allen. Don't stop oh, telling I her don't know how if hard she's." Say that. Do you feel like you work super hard? Um, I don't. I, I like the planning part of it. I like the schedules part. You know that that's always something I've done. So I enjoy that part. Like how that. about hiring coaches? Is that um, the hardest part? I've heard ads complain that that is like replacing good coaches. And hiring coaches is super hard. I, I believe that it would be. I have not had to do that since it's only year two. Um, most of the coaches have stayed. Um, so we have not had a huge turnover in, in coaching. So that's not been an issue yet. Okay. And, and, and earlier you said that it was more difficult as a woman, you think? Are you the only female in your conference, female athletic director in your conference? I am, yes. Okay. Yes. And so we have meetings once a month and you know, I didn't know exactly how it was going to go, but they are a great group of guys and they help and they'll send emails or texts like, Hey, what do you need help with? You know, have you started this? Do you have this going? You know? And so now everybody's cool. They are. They That's are. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you and I were talking off mic beforehand, Amy Boscolo yes. at Highland. Mm-hmm. And then also there's a woman at Dupo mm-hmm. who I know is the athletic director and I'm trying, Oh, is Marquette? Mark? No. I'm trying to think who else has a female so. athletic director. If I'm forgetting you, I'm sorry. I know that St. Joe's and St. Louis has a female AD. I'm trying to think of who else has a has a female AD. The only one I could possibly, I thought of Springfield Lutheran just mm. because I talked to, to Katie the other day. Okay. What's your vision for the Bulldogs for Staunton moving forward? Like when I say, Corey, how do you envision, first of all, do you want to be there in five years? Yes, I do. 
How do you see Staunton High School in five years being different? Or do you see it exactly the same? Or do you want to just like maintain what you've got going on? No, I think we have we have plans, um, you know, just to improve the facilities, um, improve the the look of things. I think the programs are are improving. We have um, youth programs that are now in place for for basketball and for softball. Um, volleyball does a ton. They are you know a fantastic program and very successful program. Um, so you know, I see all of that going in the right direction right now, and it's it's exciting to see our our youth. I don't know that much about Staunton okay. community. But you grew up in Gillespie. I did. And now you live in Staunton. In Staunton. In Staunton, yes. How is it? How describe describe the community of Staunton for our listeners who maybe have never been there. And then I want a restaurant suggestion. Oh boy. Um, well, it's a fantastic place. I built a home there. Um, great street. You know, the, the street is full of kids and you know, wonderful families and we all get along. It's it, it's amazing. What? Yeah, I know. It's like a everybody's cool there. Everybody's cool there. So you gotta move the stone. all right, keep I, going. I don't know. It's um, you know a lot I, of young families. A lot of young families. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are there people that live in Staunton that work in St. Louis? I think there would. Yes. Because you're right on the highway there. Yes. Very I think easy Staunton access. is kind of the farthest we go in the Metro East. Uh-huh. Is that how you feel? I you would f- think so. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, looking at the conference in which you play and your uh-huh. proximity to downtown St. Louis, I consider you for sure part of the Metro East. Oh yeah. So, yeah, and you agree? Yes. Good. Otherwise, Thanks. otherwise you would you. Well, I mean, I don't think it's all that to be a part of the Metro East, but this right. is the Metro East Sports Podcast, right? right. You know, right. so I, you know, that's what we're here to promote. And right. so sometimes people have criticized and said, "Why have you had such and such school? They're not even in the Metro East." Oh, I got gotcha. you. All right, I can't let you get out of here without talking about the girls' basketball season coming up. Because mm, I'm yes. not going to ask you how the football team looks because you're not the football coach. You're going right. to say, but you're going to say we look great. Oh yes, we look great we in all of our fall sports. It was great. Right? Yes. How many people showed up for that? Um, quite a few. They did a new little thing in which the mothers um, kind of ran some drills for the boys. And wow! To tackle the boys, and you know they loved it. So it was a fantastic idea by Coach Sherfy. I've seen that on some social media where the moms like tackle the boys. Oh yeah. Yep. How'd the moms do? They did great. You got some tough moms? They loved it. (laughs) Got some strong moms? Yes, we do. I'm not going to make you tell me any names. Okay, so (laughs) then that sounds like fun. How many people did you say were there? Um, I would say a little around 100 or so. Okay, total in the stands. Yeah. Who's your big rival? Gillespie? Gillespie is, yes. Okay, so you're the Bulldogs. Mm -hmm. What are the Gillespie? Gillespie what? Miners. Gillespie Miners. I should have known that. Yeah. See, because I don't really... I think they're a little past. They are. Right. Further down the road. And I don't think they're really Metro East. Okay. Gillespie people holler at me if you feel like you are. (laughs) I mean, I'll include you if you want to be included. I'll even give you a hug, but I don't. I feel like Staunton is and Gillespie is a little bit farther. Yep. But but you're in the same conference. Yes. So maybe I should. Okay. How many people will show up for the Gillespie-Staunton football game? Oh, that will be a packed crowd. Yeah. That's a huge game football-wise. That's a huge game boys basketball-wise. Like, that's when... I think it'd be fun. Fans. Oh, they are. They are fun. Packed. Yes. Like kids got ejected last year. It was quite the what? entertainment. I know. Kids on the floor or in the stands. Um, there is a player on the floor. <laughs> a player on the floor, yeah. and we're gonna we're gonna do better. Yes. Because sportsmanship matters. That it does. They handled it well. There was nothing after it. He left. Bam. It went on. The, so so a, pl- a player got ejected. He did. I'm coming next year. Yep. All right. So uh, when uh, Breeze plays. Modern day, they have the Milk Bowl. Is there a name for your your big football game or your big basketball game with Gillespie? No. Oh, you got to start one. Yeah. Start one. 
Maybe I don't know it. If maybe know it, there is one. Maybe you need to start something like donate some. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> some jug or something like that. You know, like a you know, you can't do a whiskey jug because no, it's high school kids. Act. But you could we do maybe <laughs> I don't know minors. I don't think know. on that. You got to work. You got to donate a dog, <laughs> a bulldog. I think that would be good. All right. So how's the girls' basketball team going to be this year? No, you never know what's going to show up. So the girls are, they're a fantastic group. Like I, I really do. I, I, I love those girls. They're, they're fun. They put in the time, um, you know, and, and they enjoy coming to practice. Um, so I hope that, I hope they do well. They did well last year. So we'll see how it goes. I feel like you have a bunch of good female athletes that, that have traditionally played from volleyball to basketball in Staunton, Correct. right? Correct. So yes. mm-hmm. a bunch of tall girls. Um, you got some height coming back? I have one. One tall, one tall girl. <laughs> yes. You tell her how many fouls she gets. You only get five. Go Sometimes slow. She doesn't make it back down the court for defense. Oh. Her goal this year. We working I'll, on that? I'll, I'll call her out. Harris Legender's goal this year is to uh, sprint. So she's going to sprint down the floor. Harris Legender. <laughs> Is uh, the girl that we need to have on the show too? Yes, I think there's several several girls that could come in and, and make you laugh. Let's get Harris on the show. Tell me about Harris Legender. Why I need to have her on this podcast? Um, Harris would be, you know, I have a great a great core group, um, but Harris has she started as a freshman, so I've had her all four years, um, and she just has a, a unique personality in which you know makes people want to be around her, always in a good mood. Um, and is just a, a happy, a happy kid. Always so. in a good mood is a good thing. It is. And she's a basketball a and a bas- basketball and volleyball and soccer and soccer. Yes. We have a lot of three sport athletes. I believe it's done a lot of them that, that really help out the bulldogs. Okay. Corey Allen, athletic director, Staunton high school, not the queen of the bulldogs. Don't no, not even, she's just one of the bulldogs. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming by. Thank you very much. Front Office Fiduciary Network Charitable Champion up next. But first, everybody loves the Charitable Champion, right? Absolutely. But you know what everybody hates? Waiting in line at the DMV. (laughs) And now you don't have to. Go see the state-certified experts at Rosenthal License Service for all your licensing needs, including title work for cars, trucks, motorcycles, ATVs, boats, campers, RVs, and trailers. Located in Edwardsville in the Montclair Shopping Plaza, right across from the DMV. Rosenthal is a local family-owned business that has been serving the Metro East for more than 80 years with fast, friendly service. And they can help you if you need a money order or a notary public. So the next time you need to renew your sticker, save time with a quick and easy visit to my friends at Rosenthal License Service or give them a call at 656-6163. And where's the only place you're going to buy that car? For which you buy that sticker. Where's the only place you're going to buy that car? Cassin's here in town, buddy. You know it. Thanks to partner Cassin's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. The number one place to purchase a vehicle in the Metro East. Not number two, not number three, number one. If you're in the market for a new or a pre-owned car, check out Cassin's Inventory in person where they've been for 25 years or online at Cassin's.com. Cassin's has earned the highest ratings for customer service. Their expert staff is committed to making your car buying experience enjoyable, including convenient on-site financing. I've purchased four vehicles there, and I will not buy a car anyplace else. With over 80 years of experience in the Metro East, Cassin's is the clear-cut leader for quality, service, and customer satisfaction. Go see Steve, Cliff, Holly, Greg, Bob, Mike, or Trent today. Let's talk Charitable Champion. Welcome back to the show, Jake 
Radazovich and pitching coach from Triad High School, Sam Weber, and, of course, the incomparable Chad Opal. Hello, sir. Good to see you. Thank you for having us. We're excited to be here. We tried for a long time to get Jake on the show, back on the show. This is your second time on the show. It is, yep. But technically, he was the charitable champion for... The month of April. April. And it was right when he's kind of knee-deep in the spring season, and we had to push it off to to now. So better late than never. Kept having baseball games. Okay. Coach Sam Weber, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. And you, of course, are the esteemed pitching coach. So you're working with the guys that throw the ball to Jake. Yeah. What was it like coaching a team and coaching Jake Radazovich? Well, you know, it was easy having Jake behind there because, you know, obviously – you want your catcher to be able to serve others in that capacity, and he was always able to be there for me, you know, in the off season especially as well. Um, and he also we kind of talked the same language as time went on too. So he was kind of my adjust made adjustments on the fly during games, saved me trips, you know, talk guys through. Who calls the pitches? That'd be me. <laughs> Jake, did he me. ever call a pitch? And you're like, come on, man. Uh, no, we were. You know, we were always on the same page. Always, yeah. always on the same page and always, you know, level headed towards each other and we were always, you know, connected. How so. about how about the man, Jake Radazovich? I know what it was like to coach the athlete Jake Radazovich. I know that he could manage a game and block pitches in the right. dirt. Right. Throw out runners, snap throw to first base, no hit doubt. a little hit a little bit. Right. But how about the kid? So I mean, you know, you, you you're around these people all the time as much as you're you know, family sometimes, and uh, I think the respect came from what he goes through on a daily basis to get his body ready for something that's pretty demanding, very demanding. Um, I don't think people realize, I mean, quick little story, uh, in the offseason, I was around Hayden Yanger a little bit, and as he was getting through his draft, you know, we his he was supposed to throw in front of the Marlins, and they were supposed to arrive on a plane and the first time, the first pitch was supposed to be 11 p.m. on a Friday night. Yep, 11 p.m. And the flight got delayed, what, three times? Three times. And and then first pitch, I think, was 1.30 in the morning. 1.30 in the morning. In front of the uh, two Marlin scouts. Cross-checker. And, and a cross-checker uh, and, a, and, a, and a regional guy. Yeah. And, you know, I, you, he's just not a typical teenager. You know, his body's not a typical teenager in some ways either. Um, but he never said anything. Yeah. And, and he get, he also, you know, those guys under those circumstances are not just going to throw to anybody. You know, because they have to show off their stuff and they have to, you know, display their what their stuff is. And they have to have a guy that's going to make them receive, give them confidence. Yeah. And if and if they have to hold up on a pitch, if they're afraid to throw something, they're going right. to hurt some kid. You know, they got to know what they're doing. And I know that you caught you caught uh, Jeff Hartley too Absolutely. on occasion. Jeff, so yeah. Jeff's a Jeff's got a major league arm, and he's yep. he's at level. So you're right there with with the big boys. I know that for sure. Now let's talk about your body for a second because every athlete has challenges, but you have a special health challenge. Talk about that. Um, so I have a uh, type one diabetes and was. Diagnosed with that uh, October 28th of 18. And uh, ever since then, it's kind of been a day-to-day thing. But about two years in, you know, not even two, but I'd say earlier than normal, thankfully, I 
found a way to manage it better because, uh, you know, I'm a I'm a straightforward guy, and, you know, I try to figure things out quick, especially something that uh, will be with me for, you know, the rest of your life. The rest of my life. Absolutely. Yep. So what did those modifications include? You're giving yourself daily injections, and you're having to watch your blood sugar level, and that's that has to be a tough process for anybody, but especially for a kid who's going out and using his body like you are on a daily basis. It can't be easy. No, it's uh, it's actually extremely difficult. Uh, but you know, I uh, I definitely think I do the right things, and my doctors think I do the right things. And uh, over at Memorial Hospital in uh, Swansea, uh, O'Fallon area, they uh, you know, they really help me out a lot. Um, you know, the a A1C is kind of the average uh, blood sugar. And, uh, you know, usually kids like me, especially in sports, trying to do things all the time, you know, you can't be, you can't be way, uh, way high up in the rankings in the 250 to 300 area. That's, that's not going to help your body at all. And matter of fact, it's probably going to break it down more than it needs to be. So especially, uh, you know, especially me catch, uh, catching and, and games and stuff, you know, you definitely want to be uh, around the 150 range because uh, a normal human, I say normal, but type 1 diabetes is being uh, normalized, obviously, around the world. Um, but the, nor- the normal body usually uh, sits at about 100 or 110, but you know, you definitely want that extra boost uh, of sugar in your body because because uh, you you never you really never know when you're either going to go way down or way up. It's it's very very hard to tell. But uh, luckily, there's a thing called uh, continuous glucose monitor that I wear all the time. Um, I'm it's it's called Dex uh, Dexcom. Um, I actually just became a, a year-long member of the Dexcom Warrior Club, so it's it's you're basically uh, an an ambassador and influencer to use it because you know pe- people don't want to prick their fingers ten to twelve times a day. You know it gets rough, and especially like you know you're you know being a being a kid too. It kind of wears wears your body out a little bit, you know. As a coach, did you have to make modifications? Were you constantly helping him monitor his blood sugar level? It was more communication, just where you at. I, you know, it, I was around him all the time. So I, I knew there were times that maybe the vision wasn't quite where he wanted to be. He was able to still do it. But, you know, he was very, first of all, he honored his body more than probably any player I've ever been around, you know, and, he just didn't have he didn't have the luxury of having a lifestyle of what a teenager sometimes has. So his maturity level was off the charts, is off the charts for that. I um, like the way you put that. So he had to really monitor. You have yeah. to really monitor your diet, right? I uh, think I think is what you're talking yeah. about to keep that blood sugar. And you talked about doing the right thing. And somebody who definitely thinks you do the right thing is the man who nominated you for the charitable champion award, and that is your former athletic director because now you're a student at Lewis and Clark, but your athletic director at Triad High School, Mr. Kenny Dethridge. Mr. Opal, what did Kenny say about Jake Radazovich? 
Well, he said lots of good things. Um, he sent me basically two pages of phenomenal things that he said about you. He could not be more proud of you as a human being, as a student athlete, as somebody that represents Triad High School. Um, one quote he said, Jake's intensity and leadership that he brings to the table continues to be a great example for what our program is about, and he continues to be a great role model for our younger athletes. I mean, to be a role model, that just says it all right there. Coach, is that true or false? Do you agree with, with Mr. Oh, Deathridge, or is, or is that all false? That's 100%. Is the kids, kids a good role model? A great role model. What's he show the younger kids on that in that triad baseball program who are looking up to him? I think consistency is when I think of Jake. Every day coming out, doing his thing, making sure he's getting his work in, um, just a quiet consistency. Um, you know, and – he, he was going to be supportive when you needed it, but at the same time, I mean, his work ethic, it was just constant, just tr always trying to find a way to get better. Working and working and working, not content being like, wasn't the big shot catcher on the team, came in and asked for an exception. And no. Skipped the weight room, no. skipped the reps, hitting off the tee. Right. And the soft toss. Hey, there was And the times. practice and blocking the balls. There was times he would ask to catch a JV pitcher or a freshman pitcher if I had one around. I mean – that's really that's not as normal as don't your knees hurt boy well come on you no know, but it's you know whatever part of it it's it's part of it yeah exactly because uh you know i i i definitely i, I kind of think of it you know this way you you want to you obviously want to help out the team and do whatever it takes for us to win as a team uh but when it comes down to a personal level you you don't you don't want to be the best you know I always thought of it as instead of being the best you just want to be significant and being the guy that helps out all the time and being the guy that always gets the team better while you know you know you get yourself better doing that and you know it just makes you feel better at the end of the day and, and that is the, yeah that is the exact mission of the charitable champion yep. you don't you have go. to be the glaring star athlete which you were but you just want to do whatever it takes to help the team win, to work your tail off, and be a good role model for your your uh, your your school and your community. So congratulations to you, sir. Thank you, Mr. Deathridge. Say anything else nice about this kid? Well, give me another quote. Give yeah. me another good quote. So he uh, he definitely said something very nice. I don't know if I can say it on air, but he well, said it two different word. times. Okay, <laughs> it is cuss word. <laughs> oh, don't cuss it. Don't say cuss word. It's a family show. Okay. Then he said that you Darn. were a one bad. And the letter A, and we'll let you guys oh, finish that. Oh, one bad man. One, yeah, we'll we'll say one bad man several times in his uh, like in his Shaft. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, do you feel like a bad man? Uh, you know, do you, when you go from, up to the plate, do you here, feel confident? Here to there, you know, you, when you step, you know, when when you hear it all the time, you, you step in between the lines, you got to be a little cocky, right? <laughs> What's your walk up but, song? Uh, last year it was uh. It was Party not. in the USA by Miley Cyrus. <laughs> it was not. Um, it was not that. That would be. That would it, be first. That first, would be a man with courage that would pick that one. Right. Early in the season, it was Welcome to the Party in Diplo. Okay. Um, then it's one of your favorites, right, Chad? I actually and have not heard of that one. I don't. You don't like, know. You don't like Diplo. Yep. Deadpool. You ever seen Deadpool? I it's have Deadpool. not. Okay. Yeah. I'll right. check Keep it going. out. I'll check uh, that out. Later in the season, once we got about uh, halfway, I kind of kind of went through about. A week, you know, where I was uh, switching you know, it up. Trying I was to find just, a hit there, yeah, here and there. Yeah, you're trying to find a hit. And, uh, you know, everyone has their superstitions. So I tr changed it to uh, uh, 
no bystanders and uh you know left it between the eight seconds that it was in to, to be you got to keep it a family right. atmosphere at the triad baseball right. games coach exactly. booger's not not putting up with anything that's not exactly family. okay i think maybe the coolest part of the charitable champion besides recognizing these young awesome kids and giving them a voice is the fact that front office fiduciary donates a hundred dollars in the name of five i'm not a hundred five hundred dollars excuse me I'm not, you're not a cheapskate, I am. (laughs) They give $500 to the charity of the Charitable Champions Choice. And in this case, Jake, your choice is? Uh, It will be JDRF, which is a uh, nonprofit 501 organization um, based out of New York, uh, City, New York. just about under 900 uh, employees, and it's a uh, medical group who, uh, you know, uh, basically influences uh, in regulating diabetes and medicine and uh, always looking to improve uh, a diabetic's, you know, way of life and always looking for a cure. Great choice. Congratulations, and uh, congratulations on the award. And uh, any other good quotes in there by Mr. Dethridge you want to talk about? Uh, Two pages. Couple of, couple of quick things. One, great student in the classroom as well. What? I don't know if you graduated with a 3.8, but it, that's what it was at the time. Uh, Both also, semesters added together? <laughs> like my exactly. 3.8? Yep, exactly. <laughs> okay. Also, I don't know if you realize this, but you were an extremely uh, good role model for Kenny's son, Dayton, as well, who has also uh, had juvenile diabetes as well. Yes. No yeah. kidding. Yes. It was, uh, you know, every, uh, me and him kind of connected on a personal level, which I thought was really, really cool. And, uh, he's, he, uh, Dayton has actually had, uh, diabetes longer than me. So, you know, the 18 year old picking, uh, picking ideas off a younger guy, it's kind of cool. And, uh, you know, seeing, seeing what, you know, works and how he's doing all the time and, you know, trying to trying to make life easier. And you are currently a freshman at Lewis and Clark? Yes. Playing uh, baseball there? Yes, I am. And you just started, so this is just fall of your freshman year? Yep. Uh, okay. First class was, first day of classes was today. Wow. Yeah. How'd it go? He skipped. Oh, Straight A's? Oh, yeah, class. Skipped. No, he did not. <laughs> just kidding. Charitable not champion skip. does not no, skip class. <laughs> no, uh, it was, yeah, it's good. Uh, it's super fun. Uh, me, me and uh, my buddies, uh, a guy who I played summer ball with all the time and forever friend, longtime friend, Jackson Grubbs. He's from Moroa, uh, Moroa Forsyth High School up by Decatur, Illinois. And then uh, Jackson Peril from Collinsville, Illinois, both baseball guys, both picked both pitchers. Uh, so, yeah, you know, and I played with the guys and the Lewis and Clark guys in the summer. And, you know, we, we had a blast. Uh Playing for the uh, St. Louis Spikes and Montclair Ball, uh, played the Montclair League. Yeah, it was it was it was fun, man. Yeah, you know, we had uh, Jim Thompson, manager of the Colorado, like no, the, wait, Rockies, Rockies, not the Colorado Belleville, Rockies, Belleville, Belleville. Belleville Rockies. Rockies. Yeah. Sorry, not Colorado Rockies. That's uh, okay. Yeah, the, he he and Scott Warren of the six one eight high school huddle were in here talking about the Montclair League, and then also we had Craig Olau. All right. Who wrote uh, the Kings of Kane County? He's an author. That's all I know about the, yeah. about the Montclair League and he's uh, experienced. How did you find the Montclair League? Did you enjoy um, it? Um, I I thought it was very fun. You know, uh, 
Saturday and uh, Sunday double hitters. Um, yeah, it was it was a blast, man. You know, I got I got asked to play when whenever I, whenever I could. And that was most of the time. Luckily, you know, sen- senior summer, obviously, you wanna you know have fun and all that. But I I'm lucky enough that I know that I have my priorities and you know I I always wanna better myself and look. You know, I'm playing ball at Lewis and Clark, so, you know, you. you need to play in the summer. Yep. And it was fun, so. What are you going to miss about this guy next year, Coach Sam Weber? Uh, our, you know, you know, our, our, our connection was not – it was it was not like anyone else, you know. It was none of my buddies, you know. Me, me and my buddies aren't even on the same level. He's – we, you know, every time I looked in the dugout to him, you know, getting the signs, I was like, you know, holy, holy crap, I was going <laughs> to – that's exactly that's the, the sign that I was going to give. Yeah, that was <laughs> like, wow. You know, I was going to say the same exact thing. And, well, uh, a little disclaimer here, though. It wasn't like I had absolute control. I, You know, I wanted to be – this was something that we would go into with a plan, communicated. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. and he always gave me feedback. He would give me signs from even his catching position if something I need to change something up. So, And I also gave the pitcher – yeah, the we always said the pitching uh, call is an, is an idea. It's not an absolute. Yes. Hmm. So we wanted because we wanted we wanted guys to have ownership. I wanted him to feel it. he put so much work in. It wasn't something I was trying to take away from him. Yeah. It was. It was. I wanted to take some of it away uh, off his plate because I I did a lot did research of teams. You know, we had we had reports on people and you know just trying to. But it but it it wasn't like he'd come in the dugout and say the umpires. You know, we need to start calling this one. The umpire's going to give us this edge. We always talked about trying to get edges, trying to get, you know, height, trying to do something with the baseball. You know, that kind of gives us the percentage yeah. of advantage. Yeah. Key is communication there, I hear. Yeah. yeah you guys yeah. just knew how to communicate. Right. And we were on it, man. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not I'm the coach, you're the player. It's – Oh, no, it never was that. Right. Never. It, it, it was about just trying to get better. I love it. And I, I learned from him, you know, because I like to tell you I'm looking at feet sometimes, or you know, but I'm not always looking at feet. I'm, I'm looking two pitches down, three pitches down the line, but he can give me an idea, you know, you know he's looking at stuff. Sure. He's not just receiving. So, you know, that, that was the fun part. That's, that's what I'm going to miss. You're going to miss this kid next year. Right. So we would have certain words for certain pitchers. You know, we call them, you know, whether it was a code word or whatever that worked for that guy, right? Because everybody learns differently. And so he had that communication link too. If I would tell him, if you see a guy doing this, point to his front shoulder. If you see another guy might be doing something, just point to his back foot. That You know, everybody learns differently. And so it's just stuff like that, his feedback. You know, and he was also, let's, let's, you know, what do good catchers do? They buy you strikes. So frame pitches. Right, right. You know, funnel. Almost like another coach on the field. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's what I mean. He's a physical presence, but also just he had – him and I had a connection from almost the first day, um, and it just really worked out. And I have a tremendous amount of respect because I asked a lot of him. I mean, there are Saturdays in the off season where he's catching six guys. Wow. Because there's not – there's some of the level of those pitchers that I'm around – they ju- you just can't call up anybody. 
they're not going to – they're just – you know, pitchers are finicky anyways. We're kind of messed up, so, <laughs> you know. You're a pitcher? Oh, Former well, pitcher? I wouldn't say now, but, yeah. And I was barely one anyways, but, yeah. Well, Mr. Opal was a hitter. Yeah. <laughs> I, t- I tried to hit. That's it. We try to get you people out. <laughs> he, hit, he hit a lot. Well, Coach Sam Weber and charitable champion Jake Radazovich and Mr. Chad Opal, everybody, congratulations. Thank you. Thanks and, for having uh, me on again. And yeah, it's great to see you, and we'll have you on again after your first great season at Lewis and Clark. We'll have you back, and Coach, we'll have you back with the next charitable champion from Triad High School. I'm sure we'll, we'll have it. another one from the baseball team. Great to see you. Great to meet you. Thank Chad? You for, thank you for having us, sir. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you. All right, final guests of the night tonight. We're going to talk Warrior Golf with Lucy Van Buskirk and Aaliyah Crenshaw. But first, I got to talk about another former Warrior, Jeb Blassingame. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the Metro East on the Illinois or the Missouri side, please give our partners at Keller Williams Marquee, Jeb and Ginger Blassingame, the chance to serve you. They have offices in Waterloo, O'Fallon, and Edwardsville with more than 130 agents. The Blasting Games are a family-owned business that has helped over 5,000 families find just the right home. The Lipes are one of those families. Jeb and Ginger sold our house quickly because they're experts at staging and pricing, and they helped us find the perfect home, and they can do the same for you. No wonder they're ranked in the top 10 real estate teams in North America. Give Jeb and Ginger Blasting Game a call at 618-578-9276 or check them out online at BlastingGameGroup.com. You will not be disappointed. All right, girls, welcome to the show. Hi. And you're so cute. You're wearing your uniform. <laughs> so you came right yes. from a golf match. Yes, we yes. did. And we where, are. where were we playing tonight? Legacy, Legacy. Golf Course. And how'd it go? Oh, <laughs> went it? a bit rough. Yeah, it was not our best match. Did you keep but... your head down? Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, Aaliyah, you are number one. I am. On the golf team, mm-hmm. and you're a senior on the golf yes. team? Yes. How did you get started in golf? Honestly... So I just kind of went out one day and my grandparents wanted to get me some clubs, but I kind of thought golf was like really lame. So I was like, oh boy, I don't know if I want to do this. And I hit the range and I was like, hmm. You loved it. Maybe I kind of like this. And how many years ago was that? Ooh, I think it was seventh grade. Okay. So just a couple of years before you went into high school? Yep. And you kept working and kept working on your game I and did. now you're number one. Mm-hmm. What part of your game right now are you working on the most? Um... I'm trying to get, like, length in my clubs now. I've kind of got them going straight, so i got to get them going far. Wow. If you're going straight, you're beating, like, 90% of the golfers in the world. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, Lucy, same questions for you. How did you get started in golf? Honestly, it was kind of a fluke. Um, Ginger Harrison kind of was like, hey, do you want to play golf? And I was like, yeah, sure, because I knew I wasn't going to play tennis. How come? (laughs) Well, I went out with my sister one day, and I was just like, yeah, I'm not doing this. Emma? Yeah, so I went to, like, the first meeting, and I was like, let's give this a try. And I ended up being okay at it. And you love it. Yeah, I really like the game. What do you like about it? It's just so, like, relaxing. You're kidding me. (laughs) I I mean, of course you can get in your head about it, but it's a relaxing game, and it's just you. Like, of course there's people around you playing, but, like, it's your game, and you're, like, competing against yourself. And you're able to use your mind. Yes. And you've got a good brain. <laughs> you are number one in your class academically. I am. Do yes. those smarts in the classroom help you on the golf course? Um, I mean, you definitely have to think, like, what um, iron you're going to use on, like, 
if you're in the fairway and like the distance and stuff. So yeah, I could, yeah, I'd say yes. I think that's called course management. We were yep, actually we talking, were just about talking about that about with Jeff Friedenauer today. You were just talking to coach about course management? Yes. <laughs> okay. So there's that. And then there's also putting. What's oh. hard? What's hard? Ooh, I just heard. Ooh. <laughs> is that is that the bane of our existence right now? Is that yes, what, is that what yeah. we're really focused on? Is learning to putt better? Yes, that's the difficult part because you really have to read the green and you have mm-hmm. to know how far and yep. oh, and how much of that is mental too? Oh, a whole lot. Because golf is physical, yes. but like you talked about, Lucy, it's you so got to mental. Yeah, it's controlling so mental. controlling your emotions mm-hmm. and even that Ooh. four foot putt. Is, oh, yeah. a, is a mental thing, right? It yep. really is. How do you work on your mental game? Gosh, breathing. A lot of breathing. Oh, yeah. And you have to be sure to eat while you go because you really don't think that food would, like, help you out. But once you hit that, like, third or fourth hole, you have to eat something or else you'll just run out of power. I exactly. completely agree. Yeah, even, like, before you go out on the course, you have to manage. Mm-hmm. You have to eat well. 100%. Yep. And you have to drink well. Mm-hmm. And you have to... Sleep well. Yes. yes. You got to do all those things. You guys getting a lot of rest these days? No. No. <laughs> Not at all. All that homework? Yes. That's what it takes to stay number one in that class, huh? Yeah. We're on like the third day of school. Yep. I already got homework to do. Yep. Really? <laughs> yeah. Those teachers? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So tomorrow when you go to school, I want you to find my picture, class of 84. I look exactly the same. <laughs> okay. That's not funny. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't look, I don't look the same. And Lucy, you said you... There was no way you were going to play tennis, but you have a strong tennis connection in your family to me. Oh, I know. Grandpa John taught me everything I know about tennis. He was my number one (laughs) tennis influence all time, and also Grandma Debbie. I played so much tennis with them Mm -hmm. growing up. And you did you ever think about tennis, or you just you just knew you weren't going to play other than the one time you played with Emma? I took lessons when I was younger, and I mean, of course, I enjoyed that, but. I mean, I kind of grew out of it. I started playing soccer, and then I went out with Emma, like, right before high school. I'm like, yeah, I don't think this is going to be my fall sport. All right. Have you guys played at Oak Brook yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fantastic That's course. Great okay. course. Located northeast of Edwardsville, Illinois, Oak Brook Golf Club is a family-owned 27-hole public golf facility. Their goal is to offer the highest quality golf experience for a reasonable fee. Oak Brook is consistently recognized for awards such as Friendliest staff, best course to host a fundraiser, and best senior scramble in the bi-state area. From fundraisers to leagues to instruction to an afternoon out on the links by yourself, the Brook wants to win your business. I've personally played and hosted multiple golf scrambles there, and I will attest Mike Surrey and his staff are the best. To book your tee time or to start organizing your next fundraising scramble, give them a call at 656-5600. Or check them out online at oakbrookgc.com. Okay, we had a tough one tonight at the mm-hmm. Legacy. But yeah. we're going to bounce back. And what are our goals for the rest of the season? Ooh, shoot better. Shoot better. <laughs> keep, keep, uh, keep improving. Yes. I agree. We play 18 tomorrow at Far Oaks. We leave school at 11 o'clock. Tough course. Wow. Oh, Very yeah. tough course. But the houses are beautiful. That's yep. true. It's great scenery. They're, they're beautiful, especially when I hit them. And I go <laughs> looking, for that, looking for that ball in their, in their backyard. Yeah, so sorry. it's, it's not, not so beautiful to me. Okay, well, 
How many girls are on the team this year at the, for the Warriors? We got a couple brand new girls that just started. Yes. Cool. Um, do you help coach those girls? Because now you girls have more experience. So do you give a hand with some of the girls do. who are just starting? Yes. Yeah. Like when we're on the range and they're struggling and like our coaches are helping with someone else, we'll be like, let me watch your swing. Let me see what you're doing. So. Do you like teaching? <laughs> Is it hard? I, yeah, it can be hard because like sometimes I'll look and I'm like, I, I honestly do not know what you're doing wrong. Like it could be several different things. So then like, of course, I'll bring a coach over and we'll tweak a few things. But it's like it feels great helping those girls. Good I agree. Leah, what's your next step? You're a senior. Lucy, you're a junior. Leah, what's your next step next year? Any ideas? Because you have a while. Mm, Co- I, college I work. Definitely college. College. I think I'm going to go away. So, But you're not sure where? Not sure. Any any uh, chance you want to play golf or possibly not or yes, no, maybe? It's very in the air. I am okay. really not sure. All right. And Lucy, you've got your senior year yet to go, so you've got a whole you've got a while to decide. I do. And you're still grinding on the books. Yes. <laughs> no ideas what you want to do, any any place where you want to go in particular? Um, not particular, no. I think I'm, gonna, I'm I think I want to go far, yeah. And any ideas what you want to study? Um, I think I want to study chemistry, honestly. Man. I know. I kind of fell in love with it my sophomore year. But <laughs> I sure didn't. I really struggled with chemistry in uh, in high school, and uh, that's a that's a terrible topic that I really don't want to talk about. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Warrior vibe right now. How's how's life as uh, on the on the campus at Granite City <laughs> Senior High School? I'm loving GCHS right now. You're Being a it? senior, it's yeah. it's great. I honestly am. I'm having a great time. <laughs> I love it. Do you still is the cafeteria? Do you still get to walk outside to go to the cafeteria? Yes. I love that. <laughs> I think that's cool. I think that's like, like outdoorsy, kind of open campus feeling. You know what I mean? Is Not your, when is, it's raining. Uh, no, there's a there's a walkway. That's true. Yeah. There's a walkway you walk under, but I think it feels good to get outside and have some have some fresh air. I like that. I agree. I like that element. I remember that and and liking that and thinking that was cool, right? And I feel like there's a lot of student spirit, a lot of school spirit mm-hmm. at that's Granite City High School true. right yes. now. Yes, we have a great student section. That's fantastic. Yes, it and makes the game so much fun. And Linda Ames, Coach Ames, Ooh, does a yes. great job yes. with, yes, with the does. student council. And yes. you guys have a fantastic I'm homecoming week. Actually, a student council rep. There you go. Me too. She sure. I did that. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Cool. Good enough. And um, favorite teacher in class? I told you I was going to ask mm. you that. I gave you some time to think about it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to say Amy Heath and Bill Peasy because I'm actually our NHS president. And they're both my teachers, and they're my mentors, and they've helped me through so much already, and I cannot wait for the year with them. Wow. <laughs> I, you might have a teacher in politics. That was really, that was really smooth. Okay. Lucy, favorite teacher? I'm going to have to say Mrs. Schreiber, my chemistry teacher. She's just so good at what she does, and I fell in love with the subject. And I think I have, I've had her all year last year. And I'll have her all year this year for physics. Okay. So I'm very excited for that. I'm going to ask you what's in your golf bag, the clubs and the balls that you're hitting. But first, I got to talk about Andy Callaway of Callaway Home Loans because he saves me money every month now. And hopefully, he'll save my family thousands in the long run. How? He refinanced my existing mortgage and he can do the same thing for you. Rates are low, they're climbing up there, and you want to take advantage of an easy, fast, and affordable way to refinance. They do conventional FHA and VA loans and ask for the MESP special. If you refinance with Andy, he'll donate 100 bucks to the Metro East High School 
or junior high team of your choice. He'll give $100 to Triad Baseball. He'll give $100 to Granite City Girls Golf. Yeah. Awesome. He'll give the 100 bucks to whomever you, you tell him to. Just give him a call at 618-830-3332. Save money and support your favorite team in the Metro East. All right, girls. What's in the bag? Start with you. A lot of goldfish wrappers. I love goldfish. <laughs> that, that might be the best answer I've heard. Like, you know, I was talking about like clubs. You know, I thought like clubs, drivers, irons, putter. A lot. Aaliyah goes right for the goldfish. You know, the same girl who said earlier, the most important thing is to eat before, otherwise you're gonna bonk on on hole number three. Seriously, what do you? What's your driver? Start with that. Um. Whichever one you throw the far, you don't throw your clubs. What, you, what kind of driver do you hit? I don't even... Me and Lucy actually have the same we exact set of clubs. Set. What are they, Lucy? What are they, They're Lucy? Tommy Armors. Tommy yes. Armors. Yes. And Irons, too. Tommy Armor yes. Irons, too? Mm -hmm. It's the whole set. Okay. Whole set. And what about the putters? Tommy Armor putters, too? No. Hers is different. Mine's Tommy Armor. Yours is Tommy Armor. What's your putter? You I know? have a ping. Sweet. I know. It's awesome. And <laughs> what about the ball we're playing? Lucy, let's start with you. A Titleist 4. And Miss Harrison, she, like... um. Gets GCS Warriors like imprinted Sweet. on them. I know she. We always have the greatest golf balls to play with. That's cool. Yeah, they're always personalized. And how about you? I use the same one. Same Sometimes ones. I put like a star on it with a sharpie. You never <laughs> know. And uh, how do you? What do you attribute the fact that you've been able to wind up number one? Because that's not easy to get there. How, how have you been able to climb the top of that ladder? Honestly. Probably Mrs. Harrison. She has helped me through so much, and she just really helps my game out. And a lot of hard work. I've I actually work at the golf course, so I'm usually out there swinging or putting or doing anything I can to improve. At uh, Legacy, you work. Yes. So what do you do at Legacy? I just wash some golf carts. <laughs> <laughs> great, great uh, work. How about you, Lucy? Do you have a job? I do. I work at Old Navy in Edwardsville. <laughs> really? Yes. Maybe I'll come by and see you some sometime. <laughs> that would be great. All right, girls. Can I get a Jahi, Jahai, Jaho, Ho, Ho, Granite Warriors? Go, go, go. There you go. <laughs> thanks for thanks so much for coming by, girls. And to all my guests, to Corey Allen of Staunton, and to Lucy and Aaliyah right here, and to Chad Opal and Jake Radazovich, and also Coach Sam Weber. And for partners, Cassens, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Callaway Home Loans, Keller Williams, Marquis, Jab and Ginger, Blasting Game, Integrity Spine and Joint Center, Front Office Fiduciary Network, Oakbrook Golf Club, and Rosenthal License and Title Services, our engineer Brian Kroc and Everett Hicks. Thank you for listening to the Metro East Sports Podcast, talking all things sports in the Metro East. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.